0: Seventeen ear, Yudzayin ear, tzaddik, his praise three thirty one. Editor's note: At one time, a group of the Rebbe's followers who lived in Nemerov had their own minion, or prayer quorum. However, later on, they discontinued it. The Rebbe said, "Who knows what could have happened if your minion had continued? Your minion used to split open the very heavens. One night, Reb Naftali was singing a melody in the study house together with some of the Rebbe's other followers." The Rebbe himself had already gone to bed, but he got up and went into the study house to hear them singing. Afterwards, he said to them, You should know that your singing pierced open the very heavens. Just think, I had already gone to bed, but your singing drew me from my bed, and I came here. 332. He said, I am a river which cleanses from all stains. Editor's note. He once boasted jokingly, Whoever starts up with me, even slightly, will never be able to cleanse himself with the seven waters. 333. He said of Reb Nusin and Reb Naftali, they really are jewels. On another occasion, someone was talking to the Rebbe about Reb Nusin, and he said he was certain that Reb Nusin would become a complete tzaddik. The Rebbe took issue with him and said he was not correct. I'm telling you that he already Reb is Nusin's a wisdom. tzaddik. His wisdom. 140. Rashi explains their own smallness to mean that their faith was small but the words of the Talmud literally mean the smallness they had in themselves hence the Rebbes comment that their main lack was that of confidence in themselves the Talmud concludes by stating there were some among them who did not believe in god if they were tzaddikim how is this possible According to the Rebbe's interpretation, this means that they did not have enough faith in God's goodness to believe that they were important to him. This is why the Talmud speaks of their smallness. Their lack of belief was really lack of faith in themselves. This can also be fitted into Rashi's commentary. The main lesson here is that you must have faith in yourself. Believe that even you are dear in the eyes of God. A measure of God's goodness is every individual's importance to him. Experiencing humility does not mean putting yourself into a state of constricted consciousness, but rather that you should constantly ask God to help you achieve true humility. Shortly after the Rebbe taught the above lesson, he gave another lesson on the section of the Zohar beginning, Rabbi Shimon rejoiced, Zohar 2, 128a. There he states that some tzaddikim suffer from opposition because of their lack of faith in themselves. The Muharan 1, 61, 5. Obscene language. A. 4. Even a signed verdict for 70 years of good life is turned to evil when one uses obscenities. The bowels of hell are also deepened for him. This fate also awaits a person who hears obscenities spoken but remains silent. 5. Speaking obscenities is even worse than carrying out the act. Benefiting from others. A. 1. Even though the money that a tzaddik receives from an evil individual might be stolen money, the tzaddik is permitted to accept it. This is so that this individual does not find himself some wicked scholar to call a tzaddik, give him the money, and then oppose the true tzaddik. 2. Once it became common practice to take gifts from others, the human lifespan grew shorter. 3. Never embarrass a person who has once done you a a favor. 1. Lesson number 83. 1. An impure nocturnal emission is caused by the impure force called Lilith, who leeches her vitality from the six letters of the Alephbet, which, when you write out their names in full, contain the letter Fe. These letters are Aleph, Kaf, Final Kaf, Fe, Final Fe, and Kuf. Six times the letter Fe, whose numerical value equals 80, produces the sum of 480 which is also the numerical value of the name of this impure force, lilith. When this impure force leeches from these letters, the letter fe then turns into af, anger, and the forces of strict judgment rise up to take vengeance upon this person. May God save us. The rectification for this is to give charity in secret, since in this way the person redeems the sparks of holiness from the side of impurity, thereby reversing the af, anger, back to the letter fe, this is the meaning of the verse, Charity given in secret subdues anger. Proverbs 21.14 That is, it subdues and reverses the af and turns it back into a fe. Lesson number 84 1. It is written in the Holy Zohar 3.123a There is no day that does not contain some good. And there is no good except Torah of Odazar 19b. This means that contained in every day is some hidden good, namely the Torah's inner secrets which relate to that particular day. However, when a person wishes to reflect upon and to think about Torah ideas, that is, about the Torah's inner secrets, and he is not worthy of doing so, then snakes and scorpions come and muddle his thoughts so that he does not enter a place for which he is not suited. These are the thoughts that come to a person to distract and confuse him. But when a person deeply wishes and longs to access this hidden good, and he adheres to good character traits, then these good traits serve as gates and openings through which he can see and comprehend the hidden good contained in each day. Then each day is extremely long and large for him, since he sees and comprehends the hidden good, that is, the Torah's inner secrets which relate to each day. This is the true meaning of length of days. More than any other character trait, a person merits length of days through the quality of acquiescence, whereby he yields to others in cases of monetary disputes, a quality that was epitomized by Abraham our father. Through this quality of acquiescence, all the snakes and scorpions, that is, the extraneous confusing thoughts, fall away and are nullified, the mind becomes clear and pure, and a person can come every day to the hidden good that relates to that day. Lesson number 85. 1. Through the mental perception and the knowledge that God is the Lord, a person rectifies and builds up Malchut to accept upon himself the yoke of the kingdom of heaven. The Master of Prayer The mighty warrior told the Master of Prayer that at the time of the great hurricane, they had all been scattered. When he came back from the place he had gone to renew his power, he did not find the king or any of his men. However, as he traveled, he passed by the king and all his men. Although he could not actually find them there, he understood that these were the places of each of the men. Thus, when he passed by one place, he understood that the king was certainly there, but he could not search for him so as to find him. When he passed by another place, he understood that the queen had been there, but he could not find her. Similarly, he passed by the places of all the king's men. However, he concluded to the master of prayer, I did not pass near your place. The master of prayer replied to the mighty warrior, I also passed by the places of all of them, as well as your place. I passed by one place and saw the king's crown there. I understood that the king was certainly there. However, I had no way of seeking him or finding him. I went further and passed a sea of blood. I understood that this was certainly made from the tears of the queen, who had wept because of all that had happened. The queen was certainly there, but it was not possible to seek and find Letter number 164. Now let my Lord please remember the laws of the redeeming of innocent people and do not allow innocent Jewish blood to be spilled, because they are spilling our blood already with the greatest indignations, the like of which has never been heard. They pelt us with stones and dirt and pity neither children nor elders. If God had not helped us, they would have swallowed us alive. So now let my Lord turn his pure heart to do what he has done so well in the past, and mediate a peace in Israel, a peace between fellow men. While conceding something to the guilty party is often unavoidable, a wise man knows the value of a compromise. How many thousands of times more valuable is it, and how much more is a person who has, has it in his power to make peace obligated to do so, when he sees a machlokut of these proportions which involve a danger to life and a chil Hashem, a desecration of God's holy name, For they have gone ahead and are tearing up the holy books that our Master, Teacher, and Holy Rebbe of sainted memory composed. They tread on them with their feet and throw them into garbage dumps and unclean places. Has such a thing ever been heard? Has anything like this ever been seen? And they never think to open the book to see what is written there and whether or not it deserves such abuse. And our companions who take shelter in his holy shadow and study his holy books which have already circulated throughout the Jewish people to the ends of the earth. And we have been informed that they have already been reprinted in distant places. When they see the generation's impudent people so shamelessly disgracing the books, they are forced to remain silent and bite their tongues. But the opponents aren't satisfied with this, and they slander without restraint, going so far as to raise their hands and strike our poor persecuted comrades. Then our comrades can no longer restrain themselves, and they meet these attacks with all their might. For they are embittered men, and having been persecuted to the breaking point, their counter-attacks are that much stronger. As the wise man said, No one is braver than a desperate man. So that the quarreling and fighting have intensified and have broken out on many occasions in Repnusen's many different towns. Year 2, letter number 397. Greetings to my illustrious and influential friend, Reb Abba. May his light shine. Along with all his children, may they live. I had intended to write you a separate letter, but there is not sufficient time. You understand for yourself that all that was said above was meant for you, and for all of you as well. May God send salvation and may you merit to fulfill them. The advice of the Rebbe, quickly. Before you set out for home, you promised to send me money which would go toward your total. Be sure to send it to me immediately. God willing, I will inform you when Reb Nachman, may his light shine, leaves for his journey. He will be setting out soon and God willing, he will have a safe journey. Right now, we are busy making all the necessary preparations. I am sure that you too will talk with all of our comrades about everything that I wrote above. Now my hands are stretched forth to heaven, that he will act for the sake of his name and the name of the true tzaddik and will help us begin and complete our holy projects. You too, in addition to the money that you give to this holy project, and your work in collecting from our comrades, should also help from the city, see 2 Samuel 18.3, with prayer and supplications, that we should merit to finish what we have begun. For besides the extremely large expenses, we are still in need of salvation and tremendous compassion. I have cast my burden on God. He has begun and will finish. In fulfillment of the verse, God will finish for me. Your kindness, God, is forever. Do not forsake the work of your hands. The words Shame of your true eternal friend. Ravihana pitorao, Ravhana de Ravada bar ahava, Ravhana bar ada, Ravhana bar chinina, Ravhana bar acha, Ravhana bar aba, Ravhana bar katina, Ravhana bar bizna, Ravhana avua derababa barahana, Ravhana kartigna, Ravhana bar Yehuda, Ravhana bar yeva, Ravihana shauna, Ravhana bar Chana Bar-Livai, Rav Hanin, Rav Hanin Mechuznai, Rav Hanin Bar-Ashi, Rav Hanin Bar-Abaya, Rav Hanin B'Ri de Rav Yeva, Rav Hanin Chatnei de Venesia, Rav Hanin de Tsiporen, Rav Hanin Bar-Papa, Hanan ben Avishalom, Hanan Hamitzri, Hanan Han-Nechba, Rav Hanan ben Pitom, Hanan ben Pinchas, Rav Hanan bar abba Rav Hanan Bar-Rava, Rav Hanan Bar-Rav Chista, Rav Hanan Mi-Bait Seluchet, Hanan Mi-Gufta, Rabbi Hanan ben Zavdi, Rabbi Hanan ben Muleda, Hanan Chayata, Rav Hanan bar Yitzchak, Rav Hanan bar Ami, Rav Hanan min Hadel, Rav Hanan bar Rav Hanan Avui derash, Rav Hanan Berede Rabbi Berachiah Butraya, Rav Hanan ben Pazi, Abba Hanan, Rav Hananan bar Shila, Rav Hananar bar Rav Hananar bar Kahana, Rav Hanananan Berede of Idi, Rav Hananananar Berede of Ika, Rav Chinena bar Avin, Rav Chinena bar ravami Rav Ami Parshrunya, Rav Chinena bar Eda, Rav Chinena bar Rav Asi bar Mamel, Rav Chinena bar Rav Yitzchak, Rav Chinena bar Chinena Avui de Rav Rav Chinena Sava, Rav Chinena barchia Chia, Rav Chinena, Rav Chinena bar Papa, Chinena Karchineros. One prayer number one fifty, two forty five. Uncover my eyes and I will gaze at the wonders of your Torah. Blessed are you, Hashem. Teach me your laws. I told of my ways, and you answered me. Teach me your laws. Remove the way of falsehood from me, and favor me with your Torah. Teach me the best of reason and knowledge, for I believe in your commandments. You are good, and do good. Teach me your laws. Deal with your servant in accordance with your kindness, and teach me your laws. I am your servant. Give me understanding, and I will know your testimonies. Shine your face upon your servant and teach me your laws. Master of the world, you grant man knowledge. You teach Torah to your nation, the Jewish people. You commanded us through your true tzaddikim to study the Torah and create original Torah thoughts. In your great mercy, you have had mercy on me so that I might understand a little of your holy Torah. Until I have the power to toil and find new Torah insights, as our sages stated, if a person says, I have not found, do not believe him. I have heard of and seen a number of people on my level who, as a result of their toil, have created many original Torah insights. A sincere individual is obligated to strive to create original Torah thoughts. He should not be a sterile tree, heaven forbid, but he should yield fruits of Torah. This is a great rectification for his soul, struggling to learn the Torah. And now, my Master, my King, and my God, my Father in heaven, what shall I say? How shall I speak? Because of my serious sins, I have grown so far from you that I do not even feel capable of seeking this. Even in simply learning Torah, I am very careless, at times because of the pressure of earning a living and because of many other factors, but principally, I myself am responsible for not learning Torah on many occasions when I could have seized the opportunity to learn many words of Torah. To the extent that I fail to learn Torah, many factors come to interfere. As our sages stated, if you have neglected Torah, many distracting factors will arise against you. Now, how can I merit to strive to seek you to rectify all this until I learn Torah studying day and night and not have recourse to false excuses and not deceive myself? In the end, what will become of me? What will I reply on the day of judgment when I am asked, Did you engage in learning wisdom? Did you look toward the divine chariot? With what sort of appearance will I rise before the king? In particular, I know that I have damaged a great deal with my evil deeds, my lowly thoughts, and my evil traits, and I have still not repented of my errors. The depths of the sea wash over me constantly. I am immersed in the deep mire with no way of standing, to the point that I have no idea where I am in the world, and I turn back and forth, confused and torn. My soul and heart cry out within me, in a bitter and strong voice. How long, foolish people, will you love foolishness? How much longer, lazy one, will you lie down? When will you arise from your sleep? How much longer? A strong resolve. Therefore, I have resolved that as long as my soul is within me, I will yearn, cry out, cast myself down, and plead before your great compassion and kindness. Perhaps now I will be able to speak some words of truth before you. May I direct your true compassion toward me so that you will treat me in accordance with your true kindness and help me, save me, guide me, and teach me ways and true counsel every day and every moment on how to truly return to your Torah. May I dedicate myself to your holy Torah and study it day and night. May no distractions and business, whether earning a living or fulfilling other bodily needs, distract me. May I strive with all my might to seize periods of time from all my distractions and affairs, particularly at night. In your compassion, help me learn a great deal every day. May I focus my entire heart on the Torah and on serving you, until in your compassion you will open my heart to your Torah, and my mind's eye will be open to perceive holiness and purity. Then I will create original Torah insights, true insights that will please you and give you what you desire which I will set before your throne of glory. May such insights provide great rectification for my soul, rectifying everything that I damaged with my many sins from the beginning of my existence until this day. In particular, with my thoughts of Torah, may I rectify the flaw of bad thoughts, with with which I caused many blemishes. From now on, at every moment, may my mind and my thoughts be attached to the Torah day and night, when I am at home and when I am traveling when I lie down and when I arise, when I am asleep and when I am awake, when I am with people and when I am alone. In your compassion, help me so that my thoughts will always be attached to your Torah with a firm and strong connection to the point that even when I am with people, my inner thoughts will be attached to your Holy Torah and I will never forget it for even a single instant. May my thoughts cling so strongly to the Holy Torah that even while I am sleeping, I will have true original Torah thoughts in my dreams. As a result, I will expel and nullify all evil thoughts, ideas, and musings, as well as every type of mad and foolish spirit that has clung to my heart and mind as a result of my evil deeds from my birth to this day. I will achieve all this by having thoughts of Torah, and I will connect myself to the Torah with a constant, firm, and strong bond, without any weakness. As soon as any external thoughts come to my mind, and certainly any evil musing heaven forbid, may I immediately flee into thoughts of Torah. From the dark depths of the sea and the deep mire, I will flee to the light of life, to thoughts and musings on the holy Torah, which are our life and the length of our days, until in your vast compassion you will open the pathways of my intellect and I will enter into the chambers of the holy Torah.